There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Bo? Matt, you were saying to me right before our guest joined us in the Zoom that you were... As I wipe away tears. You were... Well, we'll, we'll, get, to, we'll get to that. But <sighs> we're going to get to it. Before, you said you were overserved last night. Oh, yeah. I was overserved last night. I went to drag the musical in Hollywood and I was Starring told, Nick Adams in Alaska. Starring Nick Adams and Alaska and Jan and all the, all the girls were... were Tearing it up. And I also should also say the true gag was that Joey McIntyre of New Kids on the Block was in it. Wow. And I was like, and looking good. For sure. First of all. But to sort of the big headline is I was really overserved. And so I woke up this morning feeling, you know, sort of that malaise, that that hungover sort of spirit. But then I was I was truly lifted out of my funk by what can only be described as the season finale of this of the show that was Sorry, but created by our guests, but we're going to get to it. We'll get to it. I think you might be someone who... Okay, here we go. Prescribing. No, no, no. You you are repopularizing the word overserved. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to say. And it's I, I think it's perfect. I think I, I have not heard anyone but you use, use that word. It's very much carcass out. <laughs> it's very Dorit Hemsley. And can I carcass say last out! night, I ordered a Belvedere on the rocks. Carcass out? Not carcass out. I just, oh. I did a vodka, I did a Belvedere martini with the lemon, but the carcass was in. Okay, the, with the carcass. With the carcass. Carcass yeah. was at the party. I'm very curious for you to order something carcass out just to see if it 
works. If, if, if people even get it. It seems to work every time it's captured on camera on that and, show. And, the, and I'll have the carcass out. Thank you. You can take the carcass out. I'm just like, what? It's so funny. Oh, But my. what I love about saying you're overserved is it yeah. places blame elsewhere. You understand? So it's not you that served yourself. I was overserved. Like, it, mm. it's sort of when you get the vapors. You understand? Oh, I was overserved. Yeah, it's a little passive voice, but that's okay. <laughs> it's a little um, passive well, voice for you. You as a writer should know better, but here we are. Well, speaking of writing, have you seen... Um, well, current events are happening as we speak, of course. Yes. As always. And um, did you see that it's become a meme, Taylor Swift's role in Amsterdam in the film? That she gets hit by a car. Well, she doesn't get hit by a car. She gets pushed in front of a car and is run the hell over by a car. And she screams like this. She does a bow and yang scream. Do it. She goes, ah! She's, it's like really intense and crazy. Oh my God, It's a full-bodied bow and yang scream. And you know what I'm talking about. Well, it's actually a perfect segue into our guest. <gasps> oh my God, it is! It is. <laughs> Isn't it? Is it not? It is Bo. Because, can I just say, first... That was your Stars Born moment. That was your Lady Gaga Stars Born moment. That was my shallow. <laughs> and Abby and Alana were my brand. Like, That's actually amazing. Your story is so textured and rich, Bo. I remember this day like the back of my hand. The day that I walked onto set. Mm -hmm. A little show called Broad City. Legendary. The first thing I ever booked. Yeah. And I did a scream on my first job. Unbelievable. Lucia and Yella directed. Got yeah. to tell her that I was a huge fan of Polly Lou and yes. Real Housewives of South of South Boston. Oh, remember remember historic. Real Housewives of the South Boston? Of course oh, I remember. Oh my God. And um, it was one of the best days of my life. I, went, I took myself out to Rice Two Riches after I rapped. <laughs> Had to cancel on Joel Kim Booster because we were both doing it was it was some show. Oh my Union god, Hall. the ghost of our past, Joel Kim Booster. Wow, Who what a is ghost that? from our past. What a ghost. But yeah. um God, I mean, I knew to like bottle that day up and I can just uncork so it, you. uncap it. Thank you so much, legend. <laughs> Thank you so much, mama. Thank you, mama. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> you you just watched the finale of A League of Their Own on Oh Prime my god, Video. my carcass was wet with the carcass tears. was in out. <laughs> The carcass was Sideways. in, out, all around. I'm telling you, first of all, it's been very baseball vibes lately. Can we say? Because it's very Did the much Mets the win last night? Honey, yes. Wow. They did. And I we don't talk you, sports on Lost We don't talk about sports. sports. Um, shout out, Lin Manuel. Shout out, Lin Manuel. We love so, you. So, wait, can we say there was a sort of Mets game that went for five hours? I can tell you, the crew at SNL was glued to the screen during the cold open. I was about to walk out and I go, guys. Guys, I'm about to perform. I'm Bo and Yang. I said, guys, you should be <laughs> catering to my every need. But I, I was supposed to go to the Mets game on Monday and we got rained out. Oh, damn it. And that's one of the worst things that can happen at a baseball game is a rain out. Absolutely. Get it rain, rain It's out. so demoralizing. So demoralizing. Really ruins the whole day. It ruins the whole vibe. It's actually rule of culture number seven. When a baseball when a, game, a game is rained, rained out, out, it's it so ruins, demoralizing. It's so demoralizing. It ruins the whole day. Well, listen, Bo. It's been very baseball vibes because the playoffs. Congrats to the Mets, I guess. They continue on. Um, you know I used to be a hardcore Mets fan. You, Matt Rogers wrote an entire sketch about David Wright. Period. Period. My first sketch and I ever wrote, comedy sketch. Isn't it oh funny that in God. this in this episode we're sort of Hillary Duff going back to the beginning, back to where the Earth, the Sun, the stars all aligned, all aligned. Yeah, Thank you for legend. sure. So this is what I love about Bo and Yang. 
<laughs> always knows the Hillary Duff lyric. Period. I mean, Period. Like, what else? What else do you need in a best friend? Anyway, this series, A League of Their Own, which was actually based on the classic film of the same name. Oh, based on the historic Rockford Peaches. Period. Period. Maybe you've seen your OG film with the iconic Gene Davis. Petty. Lori Petty. Thank you for, because there is Lori Petty erasure. Uh, sometimes you don't say Lori Petty first. And, and sometimes <laughs> you can say Lori Petty first. As Kit? As Kit. One for the books. Okay, and can I say, there was a moment on Lost Culture where it was a before I watched League of Their Own and an after I watched League the of film. Their Own. The film. I'm saying the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like an unacceptable blind spot. It was one of the first things I watched in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I completely get Like, I was like, I feel oh, like I'm a kid. it's an iconic I film. feel like it's the 90s. I feel like I, I feel like I saw this in the theater. I didn't. Let's yeah. get facts. Facts. Let's get Factual. facts straight. Because you would have been, sorry, but one year old. Just to date you. Would not have been let inside the theater. No, you would have been way too young. But uh, the, what what what's so great about the film is it lives on. Okay? Yeah. And so basically this series, um, which you can watch now on Amazon Prime. Excellent series. It, it is so good. It also, it not only does it star and was created by our guests, but it also stars, I mean, this podcast, single favorite person, Darcy Carden. And I have to tell you, Yesterday on Twitter, Darcy posted a photo of herself and our guest, and I retweeted it with little horny devil emojis. Returned to Twitter, there was an explosion. People acted like, oh my God, is this happening? Is this person a guest? And I was just like, wow, people are clamoring. And then I realized, yeah, because it's a moment in history. It's a moment in history, our guest on calls. Can like, you believe I'll never this? forget. No, I don't believe I'm it. So, I'm so present in I'm this I'm literally moment. here. My carcass is so alert. <laughs> carcass gone. Carcass but present. Living body is in. Can we just say this is a major, you know our guest, obviously, from the series The League of Their Own. If you haven't watched it yet, you absolutely must. And of course, Iconic Broad City, amongst other things. I mean, this is just, it's a, it's a moment, Bo. It's a moment. And we're so excited she's here. Cracking so my knuckles. Crack your knuckles, everyone. Please welcome <laughs> Abby, Abby Jacobson. Jacobson. Wow. Abby. Guys, oh my God. That, that was so hard not to, I don't like giggling. I, I, yeah. Love that. Love the intro. Love the whole carcass out. Love it. <laughs> we're happy your carcass we're is happy here. We're happy your carcass because, is here. Because oh, also, yeah. not for nothing, but while we were speaking, I found myself smiling and sort of having a fabulous time because I saw you smiling. And Infectious. you have what's called a star's smile. You are literally a fucking superstar in this show. You're so good in this, Abby. Wow. Thank you. Truly means so much from you guys. I have been very nervous for obvious reasons about this show. Oh, so, what? I mean, well, no, I just it's oh, like yeah. the, the and I can't. It's like, your thing. Yes, yes. Well, it's just like the most potentially one of the most biggest films, beloved of all time. films of yeah. all time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, we'll see what happens. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It, what did it? This is what I wanted to ask. What did it feel like when you got to set and saw you guys all in the outfits? That had to be psycho. Oh, it was it was wild, and we built a stadium. Yeah, like we built a stadium in because it has to. Yeah, because it has to be, you know, 1943 stadium. I mean, we, we did the pilot in Los Angeles. And yeah. even then, we're not in the Peaches uniforms, but we're all in like tryout gear. Yeah, like the pilot uniforms. And you're it's so bizarre. I mean, I always felt that way on Broad City, too. Like 
even just like being on, I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what oh, yeah. am I doing uh-huh. on this set? I know. But that is just bizarre. You're in like old timey. Yeah. Because yeah. this, the, this is a different process. I mean, first of all, the process from going, I have an idea of wh- where this scene should take place or what the, what this plot line should be. And then like the, the moment from that to when you walk onto a set is like so bewildering to anybody, mm. especially like, I, I don't know, like, and I feel like it's this different layer that I have I like I feel like doing period is this whole other layer on top that I like don't have any insight on. What was the, what was the, what was what, what surprised you the most? About yeah, that? it's very very different. Like mm-hmm. uh, I mean, on Broad City, it's you you guys could imagine it's like we're gonna you're in New York and it's like us amplified and we're wearing like different clothes, but like <laughs> you know it's very like easy to imagine like we're in New York exactly. Do we want to be? And yeah. this was like, I mean, so Will Graham asked me to do this with him and we'd start, Will we were, yeah. And we've been working on it since 2018. So it was like a very long time mm-hmm, imagining yeah. what it would be. And then you also, there is no, I'm so used to being like location driven and where yeah. that will be. And like, this is just like, we will make it up. Like someone will build it. That's wow. so not my, yeah, it's a whole new Ball game. Whoa. Oh, period. Um, and that's where the baseball, so it really is in the air about. And that's uh, where yeah, it, it really, is. Yeah, it really <laughs> were is you a baseball air. fan or were you like, or, or did you have to become one? Like, because it's very baseball league of their own. Yeah. Very much yeah. so. If you don't know the game, it would be tough. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know the game. I played softball as a kid. I, mm. I'm not like a huge fan like truly you guys talking about the Mets I'm like yeah no no I know about the big game last night (laughs) yeah don't I'm not yeah the big game (laughs) but I I used to go to a lot of Phillies games as a kid Mm. I'm from Philly and I I I mean I've been to a lot of games and knew it and I love the movie and I think I, I played a lot of sports as a kid so I like the team aspect and like this world that we're in is very much team driven like film yeah. and tv it felt very meta yeah i was like i can i can take my experience of like team and be like on this team you know yeah. um but i did learn a lot about baseball you um, look very natural it. playing like you have everyone you, you, you have a, the swing is you know it's funny like <laughs> my dad my dad is a baseball <laughs> coach and he was for oh, years wow. and years yeah so he my dad was a varsity baseball coach and so i played for years and there's these little things I remember like foundationally about like stances and like how to hold your arms and like swinging. And I was watching and I was like, everyone really did get this right. Like it's a very lived in, like authentic baseball playing. That's team. great <laughs> to hear because that was sort of like, you know, when you're casting, mm-hmm. Darcy's actually really good. Uh-huh. And I yeah. knew oh, Darcy yeah, of had course. played. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that I was friends with that we cast and a lot of people I didn't know, but we you sort of had to the acting trumped I, I don't even like using that as like a I know, right? Uh, the know, acting yeah. over shat uh, had it was more important than the baseball yes. actual skills. So some some are better than others. And right. we <laughs> did we did a lot of training with real players so that whatever position people were playing, they like had the, they had the stances and they could, could feasibly look like they were doing it. And then there were devils and there were visual effects. Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
but it all looked I like I was like oh Kate Berlant can like really like swing a bat great. Was you know? okay, great. in the show great God. Kate How good Shelby is Kate? oh my god the finale Kate is like the growth of that character yeah. is like so necessary she's like the stakes for my character yes, for, yes. Like, mm-hmm. the like sort of immediate stakes right yeah. there are wor- worldly stakes but I just love Shirley. I mean, she's amazing. What a great character. And so that's I missed, another I, thing. I misnamed her Shelby. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Listen, I actually no. didn't. I thought you were talking about someone else. Sh- Shelby. Shelby. <laughs> um, I'm calling myself in. Okay, sorry. Call yourself going. in. Call that carcass yeah. in, honey. But, oh, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, call yeah. carcass in. But wait, I mean, yeah, sure. For, for Shirley and Carson to have this interpersonal love. Um, to have the stakes be interpersonal like that rather than global because the global stakes of it are like very very apparent and obvious to anybody mm. watching yes. and who understands like what queerness is you know or like what it was back then and like it just it just made it so 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 clear and so easy to track and very emotionally i don't know just like very very powerful and like i just yeah not to spoil too much but there's a there's a moment at the in, in the finale where it all sort of comes to a head in a way that's so like it's so, so funny comedic and so and, true and true and like yeah and just like relieving in a way that i'm like oh, oh with wow. the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. You just I, gotta, I every, everyone's like, gotta fight watch for that scene really <laughs> it's so funny where i'm like this is important she it's needs so to important. be uh i don't want to reveal it because it's like she's doing like such a dumb thing yeah or, like such a basic thing but i'm like no no no. this is like her growth you yes. like this is so dumb but it's so personal yeah and she no, gets pushed absolutely. to that point yeah yeah people who have not watched it are like what the fuck are you talking about so but watch okay. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just basically what we're saying everyone is a character is set up and guess what it pays off we love <laughs> yeah. it and, and, and you're gonna and you're gonna love the way you look I guarantee it. Uh, wait, but what I really like wanted to compliment like you on and this whole show on was that sense of danger. So basically, you know, for everyone that is aware of the original film from 1992, it's really um, it, it's it's a beautiful film, but it sort of doesn't really get into the reality of like the fact that many of these women were likely queer and yes. like we're dealing with the sort of moral question of how far do I step into what I want to do and what my talents are, what my gifts are, what my instincts are, what my humanity is, and how much do I literally play by the rules of the the world that I'm in, which is, you know, I'm married, uh, women are expected to do certain things. And basically what I loved about this show is that when these women do start to act on their queerness or start to respond to the call in their body to like, you know, follow these urges and these instincts the sense of danger that that surrounds them was so deeply felt and i just had to have to compliment the direction because every every toss of a glance over your shoulder like every closed door every whisper it just it was so present throughout Mm. what a difficult experience being queer was at this time and being a woman at this time, being a person or a black woman at this time, you know, it's incredibly, um, it's, it's just so present in the entire series and you never lose sight of the fact that these women are risking so much just by being who they are every second. Well, I'm so happy you saw you, you felt that. And and we were really trying to make sure that was felt because it's also like, that's still the case in so many parts of the world, like we're Absolutely. living in a, uh, I, I often feel like my 
ability to be openly queer is like, I take it for granted. And I, in doing this show, I was so like, right, 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 right. Yeah, you know, like yeah. constantly yeah. like, um, we're very lucky to be alive right now, I think. And, yeah. um, but also we're really trying to show that danger and the stakes and what the world was like and what was not allowed while also showing the joy because like being queer whenever you have been alive was also so joyous and we all we found each other you know Mm. and so it was like trying to juggle both those things there's a line i think that like it blew my mind it's birdie top basically there's a character named birdie and they're talking to their sister and basically are saying um the sister is saying i just wanted to keep my daughter safe Mm. and then birdie says safe isn't safe for some of us and that just like it's it, that's it's it's all right there in that line i think and like oh. I think that's like woven into the entire show and um it's just it's just so wonderful and you guys yeah like matt said captured it so well thanks guys is yeah, it renewed is, is it yeah do we know no no we have no idea television like is that waiting. absolute hell right now television is incredible. it really is <sighs> i i don't know i'm also yeah, I never. I, this is like it's Amazon. It's like decided by men in the sky. Like yeah, I don't yeah. know Where who is even. Yeah, I'm like they'll let us know. It's like you know all yeah. the people we directly work with are like we love it. We yeah. want it, and they're uh-huh. like we're waiting for like the message to be like sent down yeah. from like Seattle. I I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wherever these people exist. Yeah, yeah. It's wow. it's like. It's tricky. Also, so you've known Darcy for a while, obviously. Did you know yeah, Darcy prior years. to Broad City? Like, did were you did you guys cross past a bunch at UCB or just in the scene? We met in a commercial acting class. <gasps> Thank God. Um, so that's Darcy how the like, skills were accrued. Well, I mean, I, Darcy <laughs> says this had said this like during our press run so much that it it kept cracking up. Where she was like, "I knew Abby, and I thought no one will ever see her." <laughs> Like no one, like she says it better than that. But like, I was so shy and not confident as a performer and couldn't mm. really find my way at UCB, which is why, and neither could Alana, which is why we yeah. created Broad City because we were like, I guess we can't perform. Like we can't. Yeah. And like we were auditioning for commercials and it was just like not, we like weren't, I don't know. And we like yeah. created this thing over here. Um, but Darcy and I were in this acting class, you know, one where you were like, read, you'd like read the copy and everyone would like watch you read the copy oh of the commercial God. class and then like dissect you. Hell. And like, and then you had to write one, one week and come in and I did the, this really weird thing and no one got it. <laughs> and Darcy was like, she's brilliant. Wow. <laughs> she's brilliant and no one will ever see her. Yes, exactly. No one <laughs> you will ever are know. Die yes. <laughs> well, I have an honest question though. Yeah. Okay, so like meeting Darcy aside, do you do you feel like that was worthwhile at all? That that the taking that class? Yes, that that like like as cuz it sounds mortifying and I go, mm. I I don't know, like would you would you go back and do it? Like like if you had to do it all over again. I guess may I guess I would because it it all these classes and all this like effort yeah. that mm-hmm. I was putting into like try and do what I thought like the performers at UCB were all yeah. like the way in which you like were successful it like built up to me being like fuck this like yeah. I'm going to go over here and do do this with Alana mm-hmm. because so I guess I needed to do all those things I don't think it helped me get a commercial 
Right, right. Never once in <laughs> my life. Do you see me on commercials? Never. No. <laughs> you know what? The, what they always yeah, said like in commercial, <laughs> like commercial acting or whatever, is like it has to be so small and thrown away like i remember like you would literally go into if anyone ever listening ever auditioned for a commercial like this or did it this is what it is you go in you say one line with with no energy and they're like perfect or terrible and then you leave (laughs) and you don't know what it was that you did or didn't do it's yeah. so stupid and it's the worst they line you up they line you up i I did like two in my life it's the worst. And I'm, I'm always just like, I'm not wearing the right thing. Oh, it's no, so much are. about the look or. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, it really feeds. It's like I was, it's almost like a version of cutting is mm-hmm. uh-huh. like auditioning yeah, uh, for right, me. Where you're right. like, well, this is just me like Pain. getting affirmation. I shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But wait, okay. And I, I don't know. I don't know how long it's been since you've heard this sentiment, though. And I feel like you guys got it so much, like, during during the show, during the TV show Broad City. But it really was this, like, paradigm-shifting thing of, oh. you and, of you and Alana, like, working, venturing outside of, like, the parameters of UCB. Because I think, like, it was this, you know, I- I'm grateful for UCB. I'm grateful for the time I spent there and the classes I took. Um, I-, I could never hack it into the house teams there myself. But, it, but I felt like I felt a little bit braver going out and doing my own thing mm-hmm. because of you guys. Do you know what I mean? Oh, man. That's like it. Like it really it really opened up. So, it liberated this thing. It like took a hammer to the, like not the system, but just like the concept that like you needed this one place in order to like elevate success into some some other level. I'm like, I never like once Broad City was fully out, I was like and then, you know, I was just like, oh, great. Like. Well, like I can do my own version of this. It's not going to look exactly like that. I'm not like I don't think I'll have my own Comedy Central show that I like starred or or, or EP or, or write for. But like I I can try to like weave through and dance around all these other things. I love that. I mean, that's that's like the that makes me feel so good, and I'm so I mean. I don't even know what to say. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, part, awesome. that's part of the legacy. I feel it, it really is. No, I like, love I, that because it really I was. For us, like we were never trying to do th- that, and like us even getting the show, I think we thought we'll do the web series and we'll like maybe get hired as writers again. Like the right. confidence yes. was never there that like we'll we'll star because like I can't even do a Reese's Pieces commercial successfully <laughs> like in a class. You're trying to work at all. Wrote, You're just trying to do I wrote anything. The Reese's Pieces yes. commercial, like yes. what is that ever? <laughs> anyway, like I can't even. Yeah, so that was never. It was really just about, you know what, it it gave, if anything, what I'm hearing, which I hope is like, it unleashed like, wait, maybe my voice is mm-hmm. actually different and funny enough to like make a thing that doesn't fit in here. Yeah. And that's like what we were like, whoa, let's just, let's just like run with what feels right. Like you're just going with your gut when you're making your own thing. Yeah. And I don't know, like over here, I felt like we we're trying to conform. Yeah. Yes, every single thing you do adds up to like the totality of who you are and like gets you yep. going. That's you know? why I asked about like the worth the worthiness, the worthwhileness of the commercial audition class because it's like you met It is worth it. It is worth because you met I mean, let's just I mean there's no way to separate the Darcy thing from it either. No. You know? Exactly. Where I'm like that and Darcy's been one of my best friends for that was like fifteen years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Darcy was on Broad City and like Darcy is just like so in my life. Listen, I didn't, I didn't ever really be like, think I would write a thing where I'm like 
falling in love with Darcy, but right. also everyone is in like oh, I mean, isn't on. she the everyone that Darcy meets you love her you can it's immediately fall in love so when we were writing that i was like that's that per that's the greta like she's got something about her that luminous yes yeah she yeah. is an avalanche of charm it is so crazy i know yeah. i know but yeah i guess oh, darcy alone take the fucking class yeah, yeah. period yeah. she yeah. should be teaching the course <laughs> she should have said the teacher's carcass is gonna be out yeah. carcass out <laughs> have you ever heard of carcass out no, I'm I'm trying to um, piece it together. Yeah, What's your guess? What's your guess? Yeah. Okay. This is this is like insane. I'm like, is this from a like reality? I almost am like, okay, is it from a Housewives where they're like, I want the roast chicken carcass out? Okay. Very close. It's Very like, close. Okay. It's like a meal where they're like, please remove the any remnants of like that. It's like an animal or something. Not a meal. A, a cocktail. And guess what? Okay, the carcass. I thought is. you were moving the carcass is the lime yes lemon. yes so the lemon yes there is yes. a squeeze I, I, it and carcass out yes carcass, carcass out. out exactly so, oh wow okay and there's, there's yeah, a thing is of, wild though right the, yeah it's kind yeah. of like a wild thing for someone to order that kind of is fun completely <laughs> insane just just going to carcass any establishment out of the chicken, please. Out of the chicken yeah. please and saying the carcass, the carcass the word carcass is only describing roadkill to me I know, like i know at, like it's so awful and like it's like this altogether like pretty chic woman named Dorit who is the one doing it and she has like this weird fake little British accent she speaks in so the show is obsessed with her ordering drinks because she goes I'll have um, a kettle soda and squeeze a lime and carcass out thank you <laughs> of course carcass out it's and so good it's really and I, it's so I'm just something. saying like we should all go out and start ordering this so that we can serve watch servers be like excuse me also I was I was like thinking about I was like, are you saying, I think you're saying overserved, like <laughs> I've been overserved alcoholically yes, or yes. like, like in terms of alcohol. But right. then I was like, maybe he's talking about like, I was overserved like attitude oh, by someone. I love that. <laughs> Uh, Mama, she overserved me last night. Do let you me tell I mean? you. Yeah. Like, yes, of course. I mean, that could, like, that, though, like, I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> when I go out, I'm ordering drinks with the carcass out and talking about how they a rude person overserved me. I was overserved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Overserved by that mater D. Let me tell you right now. It's a very <laughs> a, a versatile word, I would say. So verse, Bo. So verse. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. Bowen, we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. 
Hans. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Should we ask Abby we have to the, ask question? the question? Okay. Because I, I, and you know, I, I bet a lot of people, a ton of people would even say their culture that made them say culture was for them was a league of their own. Like it is so that that iconic of a thing. And so like I was thinking about you were saying earlier about being nervous for it to come out because it is so beloved you know what i mean like yeah. no one's going to be like well i'm gonna watch this with no opinion like people no, have like, I felt a like people were like let me see how you like ruined my favorite thing <laughs> yeah. you know but it's i think when you watch it you're like it's very different yes right? yeah yes. just to establish that. such an intentional it's like way a different thing yeah, yeah it really yeah. is yeah, yeah. Yeah. And all okay. that aside, so we ask <laughs> yeah. every guest that comes on the show this question, and Abby Jacobson, we are asking you now, what was the culture that made you say culture was for you? I'm going to say, um, and this is like 
I'm going to say Bowen, it was SNL. <gasps> wow. wow. What era? So I used to watch, I mean, I was very on, like I was like doing the characters yeah. of like, um, <laughs> uh, like the cheerleaders. And yeah. uh, like that was like my middle school, but I was like, I'm like Gilda. Gilda. Like I Gilda. would watch reruns with my parents and like old, like when they would replay, I was very mm -hmm. like cast of 76. Yeah, sure. I was like OG and like Gilda live. I was like mm. very like guild, like, I don't know. SNL was my parents' favorite show. They would like get high and oh, eat I donuts when they were like young and like, <laughs> like falling in love is what they told me. And um, then it was like such a big deal to us. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah. So it was very much SNL. So 76 was that, was that like the new Orleans? I mean, I wasn't season? alive. Well, no, I, I know. Alive. But like, uh, just like to, to, to be well-versed in that. I think it's like the first year. Right? Am yes. I wrong? 75, 76. And 75, then I think New Orleans was like the second season or something. I like, whatever. Like, there's one episode oh, where I they. Think, I mean, they went to New Orleans. Maybe I'm not. No, no, no. I know. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't I it didn't wild? Know that. Like, the only time SNL hasn't been in New York was for this New Orleans episode. And it was the second season. And after, like, after, like, the original, like, Not Ready for Primetime players, like, blew the fuck up. Right. And, like, they were mobbed in the streets of New Orleans. And then Lauren was like, we're never doing this again. And anyway, but Gilda Live. Okay, so have I think I might have talked about this on the podcast. I fall asleep almost every single night to touch me with my clothes on. What is that? Honey, touch me with the clothes on. It's this song that Gilda Wait. sings in Gilda yes. Live. Oh, yes. it's like the sweetest love song. And it's a little dirty. Wait, it's by, um, it's by, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a cover. I think it's a is cover. It, it might be a cover. I think where I'm confusing it with like, she sings like a the lot animals, of the animals. Let's talk to her. The animals. She does that at the top of the show. B B Gilda live is just, it's on. touch me with my clothes, my clothes on. on. Like, yes, it is honey parentheses. Um, just the sweetest. And she like opens the song in Gilda live by being like, Whatever. I'm not like I don't I don't mean to like school anybody on like Gilda, but it's like it is so it's crazy how timeless that is. Like mm. how there will always be a place in people's hearts for that no matter what age they are. Or like, you know, like yes. what their sensibility is. Like Gilda is Gilda had that thing of just like you're gonna love her. You're like you can't you can't put up your you can't put up too much of a of a fight against like the Gilda charm of it all. Yeah. Because mm. oh. it was so and I mean, maybe that's cliche of me to say as like my pop culture thing, because it, it does, it was just like SNL as a whole. And then Gilda sort of like later mm -hmm. when I, I mean, I, we had to like build, we had to paint for this class, like a, like our heroes. Yeah. And they were like going to be in the library. And it was like pe people, like no one knew that was my age. I was like 13. Uh, uh -huh. No one knew who Gilda was. My dad mm -hmm. like helped me make a life-size wood cut out of Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana. Uh, and she uh, was in the library, like next to like JFK or like everyone else's <laughs> person. Where she belongs. I, don't know. I know, I know. But I, yeah, I don't know. SNL as a whole. And like, I was, I would do, um, I, I performed coffee talk a lot. Like I was like oh, really coffee obsessed. Talk. I had a whole, I think the tape yeah. still exists of me doing Linda Richmond. Yeah. That was really one you wanted to jump into. I, it was very, if you ask anyone I grew up with, they would probably identify my cultural thing as being as that SNL. too. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm just saying like it, it's so like Saturday Night Live like it it really does have this it, it's monoculture I mean everyone n- knows it and exists with it and I think like that's part of what I don't know like it's it's interesting that truly every single person like has like a, a, a formative thing with it and it's just it's funny because obviously Bowen being on the show now, I gotten to obviously go. I'm sure we've all been. And it's like, it's so fascinating because it's so much of that building that you think they would never, ever do this again. You know what I mean? No show is ever going to come around and get that much budget, time, attention, the never. mythology of it. Like it really is like it's history, not only because of its cultural impact, but also because of just the magnitude of the operation it is just it is never to be duplicated. And that's something I think that's really yeah. sunk in in recent years is, you know, especially like working in the industry and understanding how hard it is to make even like a small scale thing. This is such a huge footprint that it yeah. will never, ever happen again. And that's that's sort of interesting. It's one of those last vestiges of monoculture in that way, where it's like getting all of that push effort the eyes because it you couldn't afford to do it again i mean wasn't there something i hear you talking about like you would you would like act out spartans and you would like do coffee talk 100 <laughs> percent, i did the same thing yeah and i was i i, I want to say does this make sense that like it gave you a way as a kid to like latch on to something comedically and have it be like have it be validated by the fact that maybe maybe that it's validated by the, by the fact that it's on SNL and that, that it's also um, cool and fun and silly rather than quoting back like a stand up like a comedian's joke. OK, this is how comedy was shared when we were when, when I was growing up. Right. It was like either it was an SNL sketch that like people would talk about the next day or like you put on like the best of Will Ferrell at like, a sleepover, literally. Or when I was in high school, it was like, oh, my God, we got to listen to this Dane Cook album. This Dane Cook guy is hilarious, oh, yeah, he was cute. which I'm saying like those are like both like very common, valid ways to share comedy to like in terms of like a younger generation, not in our generation, at least. And I feel like SNL at least gave you like a way in besides like a comedy film to I don't know, like try it on for size. See if you see it's if different you were, than. Yeah. You know, because I was obsessed with Adam Sandler's comedy yes. album. I'm a little older, mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm, I don't know if mm-hmm. that when that came out, which was like so bizarre that I'm like, <laughs> I, I haven't not listened to that in a long time. Not sure where that. I know where would it land I'm now? Like, I know. Yeah. But I would never like do it. I wouldn't like perform, like perform right. his, but SNL gave me, and I didn't, I didn't think I realized that this until right now. I was like able to identify like the game of the character <gasps> mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. do it. Like, cause when I would do coffee talk, I wasn't like doing that sketch. I was like doing my own sketch. Yeah, that, based on. Like I, I basically like wrote a new coffee talk yep. wow. and with SNL, with the characters, you felt like you were like, I understand this. Like yes. I'm a, like a, I don't know. I'm like, I'm doing it too. I don't know. Yes. Yes. It's funny, but I did the same thing. Like there was, there was elements of it that were ripped, like in terms of dialogue, like I was doing the jokes, but then there was like, uh, we were on a family vacation. I remember. And it was like me and all my cousins. And I was like, okay. And like, but just to give them something to do, I, was, I would make up a character for them to come play a walk on in the sketch starring <laughs> yes. me as Linda Richmond. So it was a ripped <laughs> character, but like we had like things happening. Like I remember like, 
You remember, like the, there was the gr- like grandmother in that sketch. I think was it was it Roseanne? Madonna? No, Roseanne. It was Roseanne playing it. Roseanne. And I remember my sister was but then in the sketch. Comes in too. Yes, or something. yes, yes. And yes. Madonna comes in, but no, no. The Roseanne and Madonna and then yes. Barbara Streisand comes yes, in. Yes, Barbara I think. Streisand. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, making me hungry, girls. That. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my God. But iconic. But I remember my sister like wanted a bigger part. So I wrote more lines for the grandmother. And oh. she was saying, she was saying she's from Scottsdale. We didn't understand that. We, we didn't understand a thing. But like, you do it because, and I also think what you said about your parents loving it says, is, is a big yes. thing. Yes. Because it's a way to sort of be in with, you think your parents are so cool when you're, when you're younger or like, you know what I mean? Or like older people in your life that love this, that it's like an aspirational, cool thing to know. Like you're all in on the inside joke, even Mm -hmm. if you don't really get it, you know? Yeah. And I do think like you, even from a young age, you guys probably experienced this too. Like you like laughter is, you can tell if something's, Mm. if laughing is like the levels of laughter, Mm -hmm. like, you can tell if there's like a fake laugh or mm-hmm. if there's a real laugh. So if your parents are really laughing yeah. with I, you, yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah. Intoxicating. Yeah. Intoxicating. It's like you just, you chase that for the rest of your life almost. Yeah. Depending on like, yeah, how it, how it hits you or like at what age and oh, wow, Abby, that's great. It's so, it, Bowen, you're part of a legacy. You really are. You are. Do you ever just sit in your room and look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm part of a legacy? Look at Lydia, you look at your own face. <laughs> yeah, I always say that. I also love that your character on Fire Island was obsessed. Okay. It's so funny. Let's just clear that something out. so funny. We're not obsessed, but like, it just was like kept, it yeah. was such like a, a specific, like relatable, like thing. Yeah. And that it's like made him real. And then I also just like love that I'm like, <laughs> Owen's on as you know what I mean? Like it was like a cycle. A weird, like, like Mobius. For the fans. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, here's here's what I'll say. Cause people are like, oh my God, that's such a weird fucking like masturbatory thing. Like you're you're positive that like I was the one who was like, maybe he should like SNL. But it was this thing that was in the draft of it, it was in the was. earliest draft of the script before I was even on, before I even worked there. And um, it just made it all the way through. And I remember like being on set also, I think on the day we shot that scene and I was like, is it, is it yeah. too indulgent if like he says this and Joel's no, like, but it no, we're keeping it. So funny. I, no, I, 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 I stand by it. Joel stands by it. Um, it's, it's Joel's writing. And Joel was like, no, we're keeping it in. Like, because he says, this is how people talk to each other. Like, yeah. this is how like mm. our people at least like, you know talk to each other about things like we're like oh my god like this thing that we quote all the time is this stupid incredibly semi-obscure thing and whatever like and also like it's a little shout out to james anderson have you ever met yeah. james abby no oh he wrote god. all that so basically like the gaze in space thing in in a, in in fire island when bowen's talking about it years ago like we we went to go visit Sudi Green who was a writer at the show and we were sitting down and there was this writer there his name was James we're having a fun little time like he's like this like hilarious gay guy that's like a writer there and then randomly we were like do you know the sketch gays in space he's like yeah I wrote that and then it turns out he had written all this formative queer like SNL sketch like material that we literally and this is another thing about SNL too is it's like, I remember it was so important to me because it was like a way for me to fit in with like the straight guys at school, yeah. to be honest. Like I, I made friends through like quoting SNL yes, sketches, yes. like those, oh, like the Judd Apatow movies. But like, it was really another thing about it was not only did I actually connect with it, but it was a way to connect with each other. Like 
And it's just when you're looking to connect with people, it is really important to have like that shared pop culture, like knowledge. And so I thought it really worked. Listen, it is, it can be vulnerable and intimate to even talk about, obviously it's what you guys like this. There's so much of the podcast that is about, that's like what this is. It's like a shared, it's like a shared experience Mm -hmm. through pop culture, but it is such an in too. Yeah. Before you, like, as you're getting to know someone. Yeah. But I think, but I think what Matt you're saying is that like, they're like, it was so important that there was someone like James there at the, like in, in the time that we grew up, James and Paula and like oh, yeah. all the, mm-hmm. all the, queer, all the queer people who've ever been at SNL. There's always been queer people at SNL, let's, which I always say, but like, it was a way for you to like fit in with people because there was an entry point for almost everybody with SNL where you could like cherry pick like the queer thing and like present that and have everybody out, like have everybody be like, Oh yeah, that kind of has context with the stuff that we like too. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the thing, right? Am I making sense? Yeah. A little, okay. It's how you make friends. Like I remember, I remember I came into, this is not SNL. This is different, but it was Anchorman. I was having the worst time in high school. The worst, like, like in middle school was bad. I was like, uh, really just horrible no friends like i was deeply closeted but like traumatized by that i remember i went to go see anchorman my parents we went to we went to go um to some theme park at like some i forget where exactly but it was rained out like it was pennsylvania had the worst rain in decades what's the, what's the because you, you're from Hershey like, park or dorney not, park dorney park thank you okay so we were at dorney park are you a theme park queen <laughs> no Okay. I mean, they're That's fine. Okay. They're, they're fine. fine. Yeah. I mean, I would. I, I agree. think that I would like to. I haven't been in a while. Maybe we'll go. I'm not a queen. Yeah, <laughs> she's not a queen. We'll go. Not we'll go. A queen. But I would go. I would yeah. love to go with you guys. You love- <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm the. So basically, I was so upset because Dorney Park was rained out. It was the most rain Pennsylvania had. I guess I don't know. Checking my watch, ever had like, and so <laughs> my parents were like, "I guess we'll go to the movies." And I was like, "I'm so fucking upset." And we were going to go see Anchorman. And I remember me and my cousin screaming, oh. laughing because it was immediately quotable. And it was that sort of like big sketch type character. And like, you know, really, essentially, that movie is a series of sketches. And it's so when you feel that rhythm and you you get it, like I remember I brought it back to school with me. And I guess some, the way I made friends was other people had seen it, too. And we could just quote it back to each other. And that's literally in and of itself a shared language, literally. Yes. So, yeah. No one's quoting like, I don't know why this movie is coming to me, but like no one's quoting like dramas, like no one's quoting 1917 to each other. I don't know why that's the example. <laughs> wow, <laughs> like, dragged 1917 to hell. I'm the only historical stuff I want to watch, period stuff I want to watch is World War II era, therefore a league of their own. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's mm, it. That's good. That's good. That's good. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey. 
Try new bubbly burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Do you like period stuff? Do you watch like Merchant Ivory films? I I do like I think I'm not um I'm not like I think I am an equal I I like <laughs> not like specifically but I do like yeah period stuff yeah I think it's nice yeah we, ours is period but the the way in which we speak 
I, which I love. Is it. not mm. on per- intentionally. Yes, obviously, yes, yes. people were like, ah, people didn't speak like that. Then yeah. you know that. I'm like, really? Uh, they did not. Like a fucking yeah. I know. <laughs> No one said read the room in 1945. So I was like, well, it really took me out when they said read the room. I was like, give me a break. Oh my God. I am not on Twitter, but I, I have like chat, you know, I'll go, I'll like, everyone's like, what's going on? Little vanity search. Saw that. (laughs) Saw that one by like a prolific writer. Yeah. It's always the prolific writers that have to say something. That was a, that was a (laughs) bummer of the day. I will like find I'm not even on it for this reason. And I will find yeah. the worst one. Yep. And, and I'll never like, forget yep. it. And that, that all these people hate it and they don't like the way in which I, I thought speaking more um, modern, I, I felt I found a would be way more um, connective to the characters. Yes. 100%. I thought, mm. Because we're show we're showing a way more modern lens on like an you like you'd never see a period piece where you're like in friendships and in relationships in that way i don't think no. and so if we're gonna do that we're showing queer culture let's i don't know i just thought like that would be a way a smoother way in and i don't want to i don't want to speak like what we usually see a 1940s period sure mm-hmm. dialect be or whatever because it would just sort of obscure like the dynamics that play that have been sort of timeless and universal you know, like it's just all along where it's like, oh no, like there, there were like relationships like this. And obviously they were not like communicated in this sort of language, but like, or colloquialism. But at the end of the day, like there was, there were, there were stories like this that happened yes. um, in that time and in this setting. Yeah. yeah, it was tricky. I I definitely like felt I was, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. The friendships that I think that we that are in the show feel very much like today. And I think that's sort of, that was like the goal. So yeah. yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah. You know, the great writers of today that hated it. <laughs> yeah. The great fuck writers them. and TV critics. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, what I wanted to say too, is like, and obviously like, so I'll never forget watching that finale of broad city. And I was obviously thinking of my sister and like, you know what I mean? Like you truly do write friendship so beautifully oh. and you can tell it's because you have it so authentically. And I like, I remember when we had Alana on the podcast, which now is like a few years ago, Bo, like she's but, due for a return, which do for a return. But basically I think it what, was like right around when we were ending. Yes, it was. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. it was, it was very thick. Like in this, this, I remember asking her like, because I think we all have our own experiences with when you are such a unit and then like there's like a like a divergence, you know, just and you do and it happens in the finale, not just with, you know, like with really every parent. Yeah. And I think it's so beautiful. And I, I just like wanted to ask you, like, how do you and Alana stay connected? Like, have you stayed connected? Like, is it what is it like to go from intense togetherness to then that like sort of beautiful, gorgeous, like flourishing that both of you guys have done, but still to know that that's something you have to water and maintain. Yeah. You know, it was such a meta thing Mm. because I still go back and forth to New York, but I'm definitely more in LA Mm -hmm. and Abby spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched broad city is like, they're they're, it's geography. It's like Abby, Abby leaves New York. And that was, that was kind of happening. Like it was so meta and 
so it's it's like we do not and that the fact that we don't do the show like we we're not see like we were seeing each other every fucking day like she yeah. was and mm-hmm. so it, it has been such a learning curve and um you know she has a baby and there's like we're living like such different lives but i think we go through waves just like sort of any friendship especially in your 30s i think mm-hmm. where you like there's big life changes and things and we go in waves of like being way more in touch and then when we're not it's like uh-huh. a bigger catch up you know yeah. and we i mean i always try to see her if she's in town when i'm in new york and there's like facetimes and stuff but it's like you know it's it's like a wave kind of yeah but it, it does need that watering sure. for sure but it's also like i listen even with this is it was it also felt so intense to put this new show up because that like I'm like wait 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 that's yeah that's my show yeah. like what am i and that is like i love this new show and i love the people i made it with and the cast and but it like broad city and i've said this i, I it is sort of just like my first yeah love like yeah. It, it will, nothing will ever be like that yeah no yes it was very pure i mean i don't i don't know every part of your experience working on it but i hope you felt like i don't know like that w- it was just like this different energy yeah. of making that show and like so like it felt so diy and like well like we're i can't believe we're made you know it yeah. was just like nuts it was it was the perfect speaking for myself it was the perfect introduction uh for me you know like it was like reception for like people in New York who just like, you know, wanted to like do comedy and work. And like, it was, you guys provided that. And also, oh, and I will say before I forget, um, Don Finelli in A League of Their Own is oh, love. a plus. And yes. I always, I've always thought he was so, I've, he's I, so I, he's good. the funniest, the most talented person in your comedy in so long. His podcast <laughs> yeah. is so, so, so good. We were, we were, we were network sisters at one point on forever dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, I just, I, I, I think he's, and he's so fantastic in the show. Um, no, he's so good. And like Don yeah. and I met in a improv team too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that was one of the best parts about Broad City was like, we could, and I'm really upset, Matt, that we never had you on, but it was like this, like yeah. place where we could, there was like this pool of incredible people and to mm. get to have all these people on. And then I did feel that way in league to a certain extent, but Don, I mean, Don, that guy, Don. and I, I really tried to. I posted a photo, but his look is supposed to really lean into uh, John Turturro and Barton Fink. Oh mm. yes, I was like, yes. Don, this that. is my exactly look. like John Turturro. Yeah, like, yeah, truly the glasses. I mean, I if we had teased the his hair, hair out yeah. a little uh-huh. bit, yeah, uh-huh. Turturro vibes. Don Finelli is Turturro vibes. Bob. I know, I know. I was really trying to from knowing him then and knowing Darcy then and then you turn around and there's yeah. Darcy as like Greta Gill you know what I mean it's like huh like what a bombshell also I so. could not believe like even seeing some feedback that people never look at like never saw Darcy as that type oh mm. she's never been cast like that I mean she's o- always been gorgeous but like that type she was never been in a role and I'm like here we go oh, yeah, no, guys dilemma i mean it's literally just people saw her in one outfit for six years i mean uh, that's literally what truly, it is and she played insane. a role that you know like was cyclical in nature and 
But then, like, I mean, lo and behold, like, she gets, like, those opportunities, like, that one episode, I believe it was, like, season four or five, where she, where she plays, plays everybody. Yeah, yeah. every Incredible. version yeah. of Janet. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. yeah, because some people are limitless. Like, and it's so yes. great to see, like, her gut, like, this, uh, I don't know, crazy fucking part. Like, it's so good. And what a layered, like, interesting character. I mean, every character. And it, it's just, but I don't know. It's just so great. Like, it's so, I'm so proud to, like, see it like this like it's really it's such a beautiful like it is a love letter to the original in, yes. in so many ways and I'll tell you another moment I got really emotional was when you guys sing the song oh. come from cities near and far well that's good yeah we were like are we gonna do it it's it is a thing like I would get emotional even sing like I'd be in my house like writing and like I can't believe I'm gonna sing we're gonna we have to it. sing it you have yeah. to and then like I would always get the, I mean I've seen it like hundreds of times in post but every time it's sort of like we made the decision to like it it goes from the singing into like the game and I would yes. like, get yeah. chills and I'm like I think if I'm still getting chills like it's working like, it's like yeah but uh, yeah that was wild to to sing it wow what what Nuts. is the most challenging part and there has to be because we talk sometimes like about how you know you see how many people it seems like are like the creator of their show the star of their show the writer of their show like very involved in every element to the point where it almost seems like oh yeah that's that's something that seems like very doable and easy and then you see someone actually at number one on the call sheet who's like a co-creator and you see how difficult that is what is the most challenging part of like the totality of this being your show you think um <laughs> oh i let me see <laughs> it's um she's picking well, what I'm she wants to say. say it's like it's tough <laughs> yeah just globally the easiest part for me is the acting is it yeah perfect was such a challenge for me in this part in an intentional way i, I wanted to be able to showcase a little bit more of my range in this and i like i am not a trained actor Mm -hmm. i did not go to school for acting so like i i actually worked with a coach who works with like crazy actors and Uh i was like oh hold on though they they work with coaches yeah like (laughs) um do you guys know that like all your favorite actors work with acting coaches? Yes, yes, that's yes, a yes, secret yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. And I was like uh-huh. almost ashamed of it at first. Yeah. But I really spent a lot of time working with um, this coach, especially on in like the latter half of the season where it gets yeah. super emotional and like, you know, all the things sort of like come to a head. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that was maybe this the most rewarding part of it. And the most fun is that mm-hmm. is the acting for me. Oh, maybe the, maybe the writing, especially for a show like this. And just, you know, also it's such a big show, you know, like, like an episode of this show is like a season of Broad City. Right. Totally. Like, it's just like grand in scope and scale. And like this thing about like every costume, every place, everything is like huge. And just like the arc of creating like stories like that also it's um you know we talked mostly about like my side of this story but like the the show is also like half max's story Mm -hmm, it's sort of like about just very quickly it's about like the door for the all-american girls professional baseball league open for like white women and white passing women which is like 
my character's journey and Darcy's character and the rest of the peaches. And then that door closes for all other women of color right, who yes. can play baseball. Yeah. And yeah. it's like a very quick scene in the film where there's like no dialogue. It almost, if you blink or cough, you miss the whole scene. Mm. But uh, Penny Marshall was trying to allude to it, but like our show, the half of the show is, is about uh, Max Chapman, who's this black woman who does not, isn't even allowed to try out. And like, right. how does she go? play professional baseball and like what's her life like and her world like so like making sure that we're really there's like so much responsibility in yeah. honoring what that all these experiences would have really been like so you know there's a full research department and like yeah, we right. have a research department on broad city you know right. <laughs> this has to feel like real and factual and obviously we're taking liberties with like what these like private conversations and things would be, but it's like based on people. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a lot of that. A like, lot I'm of sure. that yeah. for sure. Yeah. I would have loved to have been on the research department on broad city and like, and got really fucking high and went down to the fairway. You know what I mean? Like, the, <laughs> yes, which I think is my all time favorite episode of broad city is that bunny, that insane bunny that follows you around. <laughs> Uh, the whole food, the whole food episode. You, it's a bunny. Wait, what That's is it? That's so funny. I was like, "What's a bunny?" Um, Bingo, <laughs> is it a Bingo Bronson? Bingo yeah, Bronson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in my, more in... like a creature. Yeah. <laughs> Which you is know, better? Because he's voiced by Paul W. Downs as well. Oh my God! What can't that man we, do? We like, hitched up his yeah. his voice, but no, he's sort of like an imaginary like. Yeah. He's, a He's being. Like, yeah, but I guess he does have big ears. He does yes, have big yes, ears. Yes, yeah, yes. But I, I, revisiting in my big. mind just now, I was like, it was a bunny to me, but you're right. It is a creature. It exists yeah. in its own plane of reality. <laughs> oh, God, you just said Paul W. Downs. And I'm like, yet again, someone who has been so fucking brilliant from the beginning and to see them get everything they deserve. Isn't Always that cool when that happens, bro? We absolutely love it's it. It's great. We love to see it. We love to see These, it. Our favorite carcasses slaying. <laughs> 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 I I will say like it's so interesting that you are saying that the acting is the easiest part because and I'm mm. sure this all gets sort of worked out in the writing beforehand but it's like Carson is sort of the hub with all these different spokes that go out to different characters like I think Carson has to like play out all these relationships throughout the season between like Greta and Max and Shirley and like oh my god and like and 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 oh Beverly Dale Dickey Oh, Dale Dickey. Oh, what a night. Can we talk Dale about Dale Dickey? Dickey Let's a, talk about Dale Dickey. She's incredible. Like, Amazing. can do anything. Wow. Yeah. My, my that, favorite some memory. Some of those scenes were my favorite scenes. Yeah, go yeah, ahead, yeah. go ahead. We, well, we met Dale Dickey in Provincetown, and I, 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 Dale Dickey came over to our side of the table to, I guess, have a conversation with, like, literally John, John Waters. Waters. It was this yeah. insane dinner we were at. And I just go, I just go, Dale Dickey, you are an icon. It's so great to meet you. And she goes, <gasps> Bowen Yang. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I actually love my life. No, I, I genuinely, because I'm like Bowen Yang too. You know what I mean? I'm always saying, <gasps> Bowen Yang. But no. like, the bitch, that means you are a part of legacy. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and stroke your face because you really are part of the legacy that Dale fucking Dickey, the icon. She was just such a good oh. vibe. I we we met yeah, her very briefly, but you can tell she's just like <laughs> cool, she's a great cool, vibe. Cool she's lady, sweet, like funny, uh -huh. like the the most incredible actor. Wow, yeah, yeah. truly, I mean, a truly yes. like an like an unsung hero of the craft. Like it's yes. really wild, and I loved her character too because so good. I I I. I 
you don't think about like the chaperoning of the time. That was another element yeah. of it that was so crazy is that. And, and that had to be something that you were discovering too and like the research of it all. Yeah, they were a big part of it. Also, like, it's so funny. There was a scene where we're all like cheersing at the end. And <laughs> so Kate, like, you know, we're, <laughs> you know, they're chaperoning. Like the girls were younger. Mm-hmm. Right. Like in real life, we, like right before we'd be like, They'd be like, all right, we're rolling in action. And and Kate would turn to me and she'd be like, we're 40. We're all 40 right now. <laughs> like the chaperone comes in and is like, ladies. And she's like, we're 40. We're all 40. <laughs> like we we're like, you're so old. Like, and the, you know, the chaperone was there for like 20, like it's younger. 20 year women. old. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They were like a little bit of a range, like 25 year olds don't need a chaperone. But I guess in the 40s, like it was more we're all in our thirties, but yes. like, you know, it's like, we're what is 40. happening? We're drinking, you know, <laughs> that's so Wait, funny. Also, I have to just go back. Cause I know people are going to be like, well, you say the acting was easy. Maybe you should have done it better. Abby, you know, like, uh, that's like my, excuse that's like me? my like thought process. And I don't mean easy. I just mean like maybe the like most, um, it came naturally. You yeah, were, or, you knew how to plug sort of into like it. My most, I think it was the most like, um exciting part yes i would yeah. say oh, like good, the most good, like good. Lo- fun part rather than easy makes total sense yeah. and yes well, I, uh, <laughs> I i apologize for miss attributing no, no no i think i said easy first and i'm like well they're gonna come and get me because i said <laughs> oh. acting's easy <laughs> it's I, I was saying that it's surprising because i feel like it you you did just i don't know really you good, yeah, yeah you yeah, were it, really good in the show you really were you, you, you were excellent and i remember my dad my dad like watched it right when it came out and he was like she's incredible like my like <laughs> long island time was like she's incredible she's incredible oh my god Darcy's <laughs> incredible. abby's amazing i think he thinks he thinks that like um we have known each other for three decades <laughs> I know, but there's yeah. a thing about like I kind of feel like we do also, <laughs> yeah. Because there's like there's like this grouping of people that I feel that way about that like yeah. sort of are like I don't know like do like we're like do you know what I'm saying? Came up around. I 100 percent get it. And we, when Alana came yeah. in, we felt we we all sat down. We were it was old go. It was old girlfriends. It was 100 yes. old. It was uh, known each other for like I said three decades. Never, yeah. and I remember it was so funny. Never met one. <laughs> we 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 literally we literally um we left like that podcast recording, and it was me, Bowen, and Alana all holding hands, saying, "This is just the beginning." And then the <laughs> pandemic happened. Like it was no. so funny. We were like, "This is the beginning." Like Alana was, it was she was being so funny, and Alana about it. she's like, "This is the beginning of something incredible." And yeah. then like the pandemic, <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, I'll never, I'll never see it ever yeah, anybody." Catch you later, girl. Oh, um, oh. She's the best. She's the best. Yeah. Oh, wait, quickly. I want to say I was thinking of my sister, Matt Rogers in the scene where in the scene where Max and uh, Clance say goodbye. Oh, I, and I can't do this. I can't. That do. was well, what he, was making me cry so hard. I'm, I was crying at that because it reminded me of the, <gasps> the, the moment Matt and I were at Littlefield the day before I was starting to work at SNL. And it was just the moment where we both like looked into each other's eyes and we were like, OK, like we're sending each other off into like our own separate ways. And like, who knows, like who knows when this will all happen now, you know, like who, who knows what will happen next? I don't know. I, I immediately flashed to that map. Did, did you? you know? It, okay. You know what I'm it like, was? I, I'm going to cry. I'm not sobbing. I'm, 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 I'm sobbing uncontrollably. I'm inconsolable. <laughs> um, but like, you know what it was? 
it was like <laughs> I remember I'll never forget like there was like Bowen was getting he was deciding whether or not to take the job pretty much and he called me and I was in the subway and I was going to meet up with Sudi oh, and I was like God, and you no. were and you were like you had said this like, you were like I'm gonna take the job like and because we were scared that it would like stop things that we were doing which yeah. in retrospect like it's so wild like we how things turn know. out yeah but but i remember yeah, but i scary. like yeah for sure i like got on the, the subway to go meet up with sudi our our dear friend sudi who's also worked at snl and i sat down at dinner with her and i was just like sitting in the experience of like watching him get this like dream and like like knowing that he was gonna go on to like beautiful amazing things and like when these two are parting at the end and she's getting on the bus to go you know pursue her dream it's like you as the other person like you it's 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 really i don't know i just again the way that you flesh out friendship and that moment and just i'll never forget too like that finale of broad city i could tell your emotions were so genuine you know what i mean like the two of you filming that scene like can i ask i've actually always wanted to ask this what was the experience of shooting that scene where you know you're telling each other what you mean to each other and that like things are going to change but not really as i my eyes well up with tears. The last thing we shot was like the Boulder stuff. Mm-hmm. We like went actually went to Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. Yes. But other than that, that was like weeks, you know, that was like maybe like a week later or something. So we made, which we didn't usually get the luxury of doing of like shooting everything in order. In order. We were like the last scene has to be the last scene. <sighs> and um, it was like in Astoria overnight into like morning mm. and we never would do anything like this where we were like, we need that. We're going to pause because mm. like time money, you know, we're going to pause. We're going into a van <laughs> for a little while now. And you're going to, everyone has to wait, which like we would ne- we would never do that. And we just like went into this little minivan and like talked oh. and basically said all those things oh. and then like came out, And a lot of that was scripted. And then a lot of that wasn't. Oh my God. And it was like, let's just let this be all of it, you know, like on and it's like, it's so on and off screen. Like it's so both of it, because also like, if you watch broad city, like at least for me, like Alana was this person where like, would I be queer if I had not metal? Like I would, I would be queer, but like, would I know I was queer? If I had not met Alana, like that was so like, she was that person that was like, you're hot. Like, how do you not know you're hot? Oh, and I love you know? that stuff. I, I mean, that thread throughout the whole series. I love. Like, I would not have been like, my ass is great. Like, it's so, <laughs> d- it's so dumb. And also not exactly at all. It's like yeah. so important where you need, like, I did not have someone that like was more confident than in, the, in me than me. Mm. And I think when you find that person and like she, hopefully I gave that to her, you know, the things to her too, but it was like such a meta experience. And the ending was like, we were just saying what we felt because it was true for both, you know, true both yeah. for both Abby's and Alana's. Well, oh. yeah. I'm like literally crying. You I'm just crying. Crying. <laughs> people feel very seen by that. Like, and so yeah. just like, I don't know, I, I guess I didn't even realize how much that meant to me watching that until you know, just talking about it just now, but it was truly yeah, so, could, like, every, totally every got, moment no way, yeah. in the van was worth it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Girl, not me sobbing, not me sobbing for the third <laughs> time today. 
I really was overserved, Bo. You were over serving. We're we're over serving the audience uh, with with incredible content on this episode. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick-and-mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn, and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want 
want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. We must absolutely sail on to our final segment, which is I Don't Think So Honey. Yes. If you don't know, now you know. It's a one-minute segment that um, is world-famous. <laughs> it has yeah. hit the trades. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And uh, we take one minute to rant against something in culture that is grinding our gears. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have Here a we thing. Go. And it's, it's actually, it's sports-related. Okay. This is this is huge. This is Matt okay. Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey sports-related. His time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey's second baseman erasure. I feel like people think that shortstop is the cool position and the harder position. And yes, it is more <laughs> of the glue of the infield, but second basemen get erased. Second base has a lot to do. They actually have to cover uh, several bags, as they call it, okay? And oh, also, wolf. not for nothing, but second base sometimes has to play, play a little bit of outfield too, okay? Depending on what the outfield is doing. Second base is difficult. And if you have a shitty second baseman... Your team is sinking to the bottom, okay? His name was Chuck Knobloch. He was a Yankees <laughs> second baseman, I believe. And this was in back in the late 90s or like maybe 2000 when I was really in 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 the shit. And I remember in he was shed. a flop second baseman for the Yankees and was the bane of the state's existence, okay? I'm telling you. Second base seconds. is hard. It's a hard one. Third base, a lot of drama goes on there because it's right by home. Yeah. So it's sort of a hot spot. You know, shortstop, that's where the hot guys play your dark beaters, your A-rods and stuff like that. And then first base, I think because it's sort of initially what's going on, gets a lot of attention. Second base gets erased. And don't forget about second baseman. This is coming from a center fielder. Okay. The glue of the outfield. I'm saying that remember your girl. I don't and think that's so wow. one minute and 11 seconds. Wow. 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 Listen. It's important. That's important. You didn't think she could ball. Who I plays didn't. second base on the fictional Rockford Peaches? Esty. First of all, so, so good and gorgeous. Yes, truly. Wow. Yeah, she was so good. Her, her, her scenes with Roberta were always, I was just like, Ooh, I love that. We're seeing this. Like, like the, the white pass was amazing. You're like, that's another element that you were like, Oh, that must've figured into like this story. Like in that time. Oh, loved it. And you know what I love too? Like at the end, um, when Darcy is uh, speaking to the woman who's like the like the beauty woman, like the beauty consultant, yeah. and she's like, um, you know, baseball is like it's too slow for me. And then Greta says, well, there's always something going on. It's happening all the time. You just have to look. And that oh. is so true about baseball. Like, um, it really is such a fun sport to watch when you know what's happening and allow yourself to be invested. There's actually nothing like it. It's 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 I think probably my favorite sport to watch because there is so much drama in it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's a very dramatic game yes because it's not fast-paced yes it is a really i mean i'm now i'm like i want to go to a game game in a while the dodgers are away right now i actually looked because my parents are in town and my dad would have loved to have gone to Uh. a game but then i realized like oh it's fully like the end of the year like it's not just the thing i mean my gay dumbass is like oh well i'll just get online and buy a ticket it's like no hon there's a season and they (laughs) they're doing their thing it's not like when your dad's here you can just go i wish i would have thought that you could 
<laughs> they play all the time. Laugh, it's yeah. LA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bo and Yang. Um, okay. I bet yours isn't going to be about baseball. It's not. I but it, it kind it, it might have to do with baseball. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, well, let's, this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. I Don't Think So Honey Hobbies. It's called Get a Job. Make it your career, okay? It's 2022. Oh, there are no boundaries anymore between work and <laughs> and leisure. Make them one. We're sick. We're a sick society, and there's no other choice but to have zero boundaries in your life and to have your work be sick. your life. And I know that sounds bad. That sounds rough and undesirable, but there's no way around it. You like to draw? Honey, Sell the drawings on Etsy. You like mm, to you like seconds. to garden, honey. <laughs> take pictures, sell the pictures. It's a capitalist <laughs> online, okay? Uh, I, and I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just stating facts. I wish it weren't <laughs> like this, but hobbies are over. No one's no. who among you has seconds. had a hobby. There's no such thing as hobbies. There are distractions from the thing that you should be making a career from your hobby. It's all side hustle Five now. Seconds. There is no way around this. I'm so sorry to inform our generation that you can't have a hobby anymore. And that's one minute. It's wow. making like a true workaholic company, man. I, I love- know. <laughs> Take those photos of your garden yeah. and yeah. sell them. And sell them. <laughs> Say, you want to you peek into my life? It's going to cost you. Open up the tour to your garden and, and price yes, admission. Yes. God, Bowen, that was a capitalist nightmare. Yeah. Um, mine is not that. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> no, that's is. a lie. That's a lie. Mine's, mine's so, we'll see even what I say. Okay. This is uh, about all right, time. Okay. Bowen, are this you is, timing? Okay, I'm, okay. I'll time. This is Abby Jacobson's I Don't Think Here So Honey. Her time starts now. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. Latest iPad tipping protocols. Okay. No. Okay, I'm all for tipping. All right, yeah. I love tipping. Here I love go. tipping my yeah. barista. I love tipping my servers. I love tipping, tipping, tipping. On the but record. Late, lately, there's an iPad, and lately, coffee shops have become markets. Yeah. Okay. Yes, so I'm going food shopping, and then maybe I'll get a coffee, and then automatically it's been tallied to tip like 20, 25% on my full seconds. market order. So, yeah. like, what, what, Okay, and also if tipping is supposed to be now for your full market order, I need to know and yeah. I will then do it. But I am it feels like I'm being sort of like tricked into tipping for seconds. my full like I bought like um I bought a tote bag, I bought coffee, a bag of coffee, I bought all this stuff. Am I supposed to be tipping twenty percent on my full market order or just Five the seconds. coffee? And mm-hmm. then it's like, it, it, am I, I fully am a Jew and I realize this is very Jewy, <laughs> but <laughs> what are they? I'm like I, I'm like no or no to the protocols or yes. Yes. Like I, we need to know. That's right. Know. That's, that's one minute. minute. Well, let's talk about this. This is huge. Yes, yes. Yes. One yes, million yes, percent. Because, okay. Because you all, in COVID, it back. became a market. It became yes. coffee shops became marketplaces. So it did. So did. I don't like that we are all. And then I'm guilted. I feel guilty every time typing in a like a three dollars i'm like now i'm like right. well, i'll give you three dollars yeah on a coffee because i feel like i'm not giving you 25 or like you know what i'm saying yeah yeah 100 yeah. because and i'm also <laughs> the person that on on like like on principle because i was a server for so long yes i will make a whole thing of like tapping the 25 percent, like watch me go and then like so so that they know <laughs> that i'm one of the best tippers in america and then i walk away and i'm like 
well, I'm going to be thousands in debt one day because uh, coffee shops are a marketplace and I'm tipping on yeah. tote bags <laughs> and we need to be less I'm shy about I'm not putting that this. many tote bags, but I'm, t- <laughs> I'm like, you know, you're gathering like there's like, there's, it's a market now. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get you get a candle in the mix. You get a fucking like beanie or some such. Or yeah. even like there's they they're selling like um like what am I talking about? You guys know what I'm talking about. Like yes. I wish we all had a common place, but there's a lot of these places that are both, but there's a it when you buy it, it comes up the tip yes. and you are like expect like what I don't know. Yes. Yeah. The, the, because in big block letters. It says yes. 18, 20, 22. Sometimes it's 15, 20, 25. 20, 25 and, yes. yes. And so I will always slam that 25. And it's it's true. Like it's it's on the totality of an order. And sometimes I live I lived in Greenpoint. Did you live in Greenpoint? Or am I making this up? I didn't live in Greenpoint. I live okay. Well, okay, we got Becca, a good suggestion. Producer Becca says Clementine Bakery in Brooklyn. Okay. They sell, they sell meats, meats and, and spices and, and totes, totes on top this of is the thing you buy, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. meats and spices and you buy like I'm going to buy like, uh, there's some apples and there's some like, yeah. you know, you buy like, you're, you're kind of like getting some groceries. Yep. And I'm like, if this is the new norm. <laughs> okay. But I'm like, I'm confused every time I go. Yeah. Do you carry cash? No. Me neither. That's fine. That's fine. Here's the thing. Me neither. Anytime I tip, not anytime, coffee shop I go to here in Williamsburg, I tip. They see me press the button, press the screen. Mm-hmm. They feel nothing. And I go, is this registering? Am I, is this landing? Are you well, guys Bowen, aware? Why do you need the credit? I don't need the credit, but this is, I bring this up <laughs> you to sound say. Like you're, you're, no, you no, just, no, 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 let, me, let, me, finish, let me finish the point. Let me finish the point. I say this to illustrate or to bring up something and go, do you think they care? I, I. I, th- I think, does it make a difference to them if you just tip on the coffee? If a tree falls in the woods right. and no one hears it, does Bowen Yang get credit as a celebrity tipper? <laughs> That's well, not- I mean, <laughs> listen, it is also like, I do, like, I also, same, was a server, was a barista. Yes. So, like, those, that matters. Yes, like, absolutely. I'm, I'm totally, like, if I go to a coffee shop and just, I get a coffee, I'm like, 25%, man, always, you like, this uh, is an important, absolutely. I need this, you, like, you're doing a great job. But there's a one near me that's also a wine shop. So like I'm getting a wine and I'm going to get like a coffee. And then I'm like all of a sudden tipping like it's astronomical. I've done it it out of like a you're watching me do it. Yeah, do it. Here's what needs to happen. It's not up to us to solve because here's what this needs is to happen. Major issue. Yeah. Every coffee shop in the world, in the country, I'm sorry. Listening. Listening. <laughs> every coffee shop worker needs to unionize and then we just tip them as, just tip them at like, you know, in a very casual way, the way that it was meant to be done. There can't be this much stick. Of course, tipping matters. It's important. It affects the reality of things. Yeah. But it is not up to us to 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 do that. Do you, do, you, do you understand? Yes. Yeah, so you, you're saying like it shouldn't be like, listen, it, it matters so much right now to how much they make. Exactly. Where it should actually be like an extra. Yes. Even though we want, like, I we will never stop tipping. But Never, never, never. Yeah. <laughs> We're not anti-tipping. We're just, I just, the, the, it's all getting so, it's all getting very occluded. Okay? Oh my God. I love that word, occluded. Yeah. Wow. I've never that was amazing. used that word. Bowen, I 
think she's running. I think you're running. I think I'm running. You're running. <laughs> I'm you're going to, and even if you don't run, you're going to get treasury. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, oh, yeah. You should run. Cabinet. like Because I have to be honest with you, sure. I don't think you'd win president. I really That's, don't. I agree but with I, you. I think that you wouldn't win. But I think that but you'd get, get far enough, like you'd make like a, a Buddha judge impact. For to sure. the point where you get like a good job in the treasury because that's what you really want. Yeah. And you could really change things. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you excited um, about changing things? Yes. <laughs> when you look in I, the mirror and stroke your face and think of the legacy you're a part of and what you'll do in the world, are you excited about breaking boundaries and I'm changing things? I'm excited about Here's what I'm Here's here's my first item on the agenda. Speaking of iPad tipping protocol. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whenever I get rung up for a $3 coffee, and the tipping options are one, two, and three dollars. I'm bringing that back down to 15, 20, 25. <laughs> because this is what I, because this is what I You're do. You're a rich woman. No, no, no. Well, this is what I do. Three dollar coffee. <laughs> almost always. Can't help it. I always do a two dollar tip. I tip yes. them 66%. <laughs> and that's fine. I don't mind doing it. But I go, something's going on here. The iPad is really affecting things. And that's what I yeah. was saying. Yeah, it, it is where you're like, it, it is this thing. Also COVID because like tipping felt so essential. Like it was like, you're, you're really, really acknowledging essential workers and stuff like yes. it's maybe they get rid of iPads. Yeah. Wow. Honestly, I don't trust iPads at yes. all. And you know what I really don't like for the servers is when they have to ring in orders on those, like essentially with those game boys that they carry around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like when they have to plug in the order in front of you, I'm, I literally stopped my waitress the other day and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, does this stress you out to have to put this order in at the table with us looking at you? And she actually turned to me. She locked eyes with me and oh she said, God. no, I love it. I was like, you love it. She was like, I love it. I love being able to stand here because it helps me connect with the table. Oh. And then I was like, oh, I'm talking to a crazy person that's like one of no, the servers. That's like, hey guys, my name's Denise no. and if I, we're going to have a oh, fucking amazing no. time tonight. No, Welcome she's to ground good at, round. There are some career ground servers. Round? Ground round? That you know. Wow. Girl, that's that's wow. how you know. That it's it's Wait, giving East. It's giving they Northeast. Would play like, they would play like old like move, black and white movies and you'd get like a bowl of popcorn. Yeah. Ground round. Oh, you're really bringing me back there. Honestly. And they would often have a jukebox. Classic. The ground round. I think they also would weigh you. I don't like that. Like, and you would get like some business. sort of thing. So, me neither. Some sort of thing as a kid. Like, like, yeah, that's a fucked up fact. I think that I was, yeah. Wow. Well, I think they, they went down. I, I think they went down. I think the as like a as like a contest or something. I don't know. Oh, oh my god. god! What was the contest? Who was the best? But don't you weight? remember at at like no no? Amusement <laughs> 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 park. She's like guess like that is my that's my oh. fucking nightmare. I'm like guess yeah. your weight. Like get no. the fuck out of here. No, but wasn't that like a game weight. in the nineties? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Amusement yeah. parks. It'd be like a stand. It's like oh guess your weight. My the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days when you know entertainment was just guessing weight. Come on, bring us back. That that is, but and and lo and behold, that is a reality show that would be greenlit like now. Yeah. Yes. Like, Wait. <laughs> but then you'd be like, oh, Kiki Palmer hosts it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Kiki I love Palmer. Kiki. I'll watch anything she does. I watch Guess Her Weight. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> wow. Honestly. That is Kiki such a Palmer. terrible and hilarious show. 
gets her away. That's like a 30 Rock joke come to hellish life. Yeah, well, that's where we are. Oh, that's where we are. Well, where I am right now is drenched in tears and profuse, like, thick, joyful energy (sighs) because... The show is so good, Abby. You did such an incredible job. And I just can't say enough. Like, I feel like, you know, obviously it's out there to watch now. You can fucking stream your ass off like eight episodes of this incredible series. Like, you nailed it. And we're so excited that you came to be on the show. Oh, my goodness. Thank, Thank you. you so much. This was such an honor to finally <laughs> be on the show. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm never going to be on. The show. No, it felt like um, so stupid. It's now at the point where it's like people that haven't been on like you. It's like, what are we doing? Like, this is so crazy. <laughs> but hate it's us. so fun. I'm such a fan. You guys know that. And I, Matt, I can't believe we've never met. I know, and can I say when you watched Fire Island and you you posted I about your story, believe. I was so I was that was so nice that you tagged me too because we had never met, and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I was like, we have though, right? I know no, it feels like energetically. But I do yes. feel like we know each other, but it's, well, it's, now it's, we it's mutual well, we're going parasocial. To Park. We're going yeah. to yeah, Dorney Park. Everyone's going to Dorney Park. Yeah, we're, we're all going to Dorney Park. Park, and we'll yeah. get Alana in there too. She can get a babysitter. Yeah, okay. yeah, she can get a babysitter. Yeah, exactly. Easy, easy for her. Easy day. Well, we end every episode with the song. <laughs> oh my God. What's it? I guess it. What is the song? We're all for one. One, we're one. We're all American. It's one of those songs where you're like, oh my God, this song. And then you go to sing it and you're like, yes, this. Bye. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. 
Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.